Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Good Game Radio Podcast. On this episode, we're going to talk about the Apple and Epic lawsuit, a very uninformed opinion, so just be ready for that. We're going to talk about the new release game Hood, Outlaws, and Legends, and some of the other games we're playing this week. Uh, tune in, you won't believe about Hood and Outlaws and Legends. Trust me. All right, welcome. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Good Game Radio. I'm your host, Tony Speaking, and again with me today is Vance and Clint. Vance, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, doing great. Can't wait to get on with the show. Right, right. We got an exciting topic to talk about today. But before we get to that, Clint, got you a new microphone today. Yeah, uh, can you guys, is it my regular voice? I need you to make that voice sound super high and squeaky. See, that's the thing. That'll be the bit that we'll do. You can just distort my voice the whole time. How's, how's it sound? Is it okay? I don't have the boom hooked up or anything, so I'm just like awkwardly craning my neck. So if this podcast goes on too long, I'll have to go to a chiropractor. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounds good. You sound good. Um, I, can definitely, uh, I can definitely tell it's you. Well, if he wanted Dude. to take that two-minute walk to the uh, mailbox, he might have, you know, might save right, you money for the right, chiropractor. Right. You know, I've got this uh, boom arm <laughs> extension here in front of me, and it's holding my microphone up nice and secure. And, and secure. You know, I've got a sandwich in one hand and a drink in the Ooh, other. Like a professional. <laughs> okay. Someone came prepared. <laughs> right. Yes. Tony, you know what you just reminded me of? I can remember the day that I switched from Xbox 360 to Xbox One, it happened to be the same day that a, a really good buddy of mine that I played with, uh, you know, games with all the time on. And I had never seen him in person. We'd never actually met. And when I put on that headset, the sound quality was so much better than the, than, uh, the 360 that I, it literally freaked me out. Like he was in my room with me and it was <laughs> such like such a difference in your comment. It's like, Oh, it almost sounds like you, right? That, that's what you reminded me of is that, that all the difference it makes when, uh, when you have good sound quality or not. Oh, right. It's just always something that we're, we're working on here at the podcast. You know, it's, uh, it's a lot more difficult than it, you would think it is, but it's something we're always trying to strive to get better at. So, it's those people sending those emails to Tony at goodgameradio.com yes. that tell us we need to record louder. And then we did it. The podcast we just released where uh, we talked about, uh, I don't know, we talked about dad, like the data cap stuff. And then the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldiers season finale is just, just released, I think, today. And I'm listening to it, and I can hear literally every sound that my mouth makes. So my first question when I plugged this in, you were you were doing something else. I asked Vance, I'm like, Vance, can you hear my mouth noises? Can you hear them all? <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, every one of them. I'm like, oh, that's not good. I don't think I was asking the right question, though. Like, what is a mouth noise? Is that words? <laughs> yes, I hear every word. <laughs> I hear your mouth breathing. Your mouth is breathing too hard, Clint. Dude, it, you could literally every breath. I sounded like I was like, a, you know, a, a, a thousand pound man trying to get out of bed every time I started talking. And I was like, dude, what is, like, 
how and it's just every <laughs> breath <laughs> like, hey, it was uh, so nothing bad. against a thousand pound people either man nothing against no, nothing against no. 999 pounds you're okay you're once you hit a thousand i got a problem with you 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 got a problem with yourself that's hey. just your stalker <laughs> voice hey the difference between <laughs> hey the difference between a thousand and 999 is a pair of pants I put on a pair of shorts and guess what? I'm down to 999. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you've got this all worked out already. I hope your hey, wife's I'm okay ready. with your plans to get to a thousand. Yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting oh, probably man. a little closer than when you first got married, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Hey, when they say happy weight, <laughs> well, that's what they say. <laughs> yeah, take it, man. You're probably nice. very happy, buddy. Hey, my cheeks hurt so hard. I'm smiling so much. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Love it. All right. Before we get into our main, uh, one of our main topics anyway, anybody got any news that's interesting to talk about? Yes. I made a uh, happy $10 purchase today. Oh, yeah? I went to a retro gaming store, right? So I've always been uh, getting on my brother-in-law like, yo, look, we need to get back and call Duty Ghost. You know what I'm saying? We need to get back on it. So he said he has the game, and I know he has the game because he's no play. We play with him when uh, he knows first drop and all that. But he's recently moved, and I'm pretty sure he's misplaced it. So I ended up buying Ghost One. But as I was at the register, I'm looking, I'm looking, oh, let me see what else, you know. And there was a controller case for the PS5, and I was like, oh man, I gotta get it. I don't know why I was so excited, but um, I think a week or two, PlayStation had uh, or Sony had did an update where you can now use your PS5 controller on your Android or Apple devices for remote play. So you no longer had to do the remote play on the PS5 with your PS4 controller. So very excited about that purchase. Very excited. Hey, so, okay, what is it that you bought? Did you say a case for your... Yes. What, how, how does that work? All right, so it's, so it's a case for my PS5 controller. So, like, right now... um. I recently bought a PS4 controller because of the drifting I can see when I pull up the map in Warzone. But that's probably like um, my wife said from me carrying in my book bag, you know, back and forth from work. So it's probably like leaning on something, getting out of calibrated. So with the case, oh. you know, if I choose to bring my PS5 controller to work, then I can, um, you know, put it in the case and I don't have to worry about it getting smashed or out of calibration and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So when you said it and then you mentioned the. Uh, being able to do the streaming like from your uh, your phone and use your controller, I thought, wait, is it a device that mounts your phone on top of your controller? <laughs> like that's what I thought, and I thought that is really cool. Uh, Tony, edit this part of the podcast so we can get our patents in in place, okay? Um, and then and then just as right. a side note, that was really sweet of you to buy that for your uh, brother-in-law that lost uh, his his game. Um, just as a side note, not really just mentioning it, I lost my Ferrari the other day. So if you wanted to, you know, show your <laughs> kindness this way, that's, you know, it's whatever. Hey, it's cool. I, you know what? <laughs> I've seen this picture where somebody had a Ferrari in their driveway, but then they want to show the, the second picture. They put the phone really close to a model of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, hey, I can get you Ferrari. What color you want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the same trick they use in Star Wars, man. See? Still using those tricks. Hey, hey, classics. You know why Star Wars is a classic? So good. Oh, yeah. It is so my good. favorite. We've learned that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, you know we should watch it on podcast and give live reactions. You know, just, oh, the lightsaber. Oh, look at it. 
<laughs> you know. I, I don't. Here's what. Here's how that would go. I would uh, definitely be on my phone the entire time, and you guys mm-hmm. would be reacting to something, and I'd look up and be like, I don't know, this looks really bad because it's you know 40 years old, and then I'd go back to my phone. Maybe the fans would appreciate that. It'd be a lot less Clint in that podcast. Well, you probably would face a lot of backlash, you know, from the from the Star Wars community. We don't want that. We we don't want you more hated than you already are. You know. We should we should do a segment where we uh, take all the hate emails that people send to Tony about how I don't like Star Wars and discuss them on the stream. Um, the state of the podcast currently, we would probably have to be the ones that send them, but uh, we could make that work. <laughs> hey, Jason, help us out. Send an email yes. to Tony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the other news is PS5 haven't announced two new colors for their controller. Mm-hmm. Mm, oh, yeah. Red and uh, what was the other one? Mm-hmm. Black. black, red and black. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Red I like that red they one. look really good, too. And so what I'm trying to figure out is why the red one is five more dollars than the black one. Like, <laughs> it looks really cool. Like, oh, black doesn't look cool, Clint? No, I'm not. <laughs> I think, uh, <laughs> I'm so happy. He's cool. I'm so happy you went for that because I've gone for that. I've, I've hit that joke on you before on the podcast. Right. I had it coming. Right. Uh, black is what? beautiful, Vance. Yes. Okay, uh, and it's a uh, it's a really good looking controller too. <laughs> the red's just got that little bit of extra pizzazz, you know. Right, and uh, yeah, because it's cosmic red. And uh, JQ, she really likes uh, the way that the the blue lighting, whatever like that, like comes through. Uh, she said it just makes it look real cool, like the red one. So yeah, she's definitely a fan of the red one. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I looked at that and I thought they looked so good. And my first thought was, man, I want to buy that. And then I realized I have a perfectly good controller. Why am I like I literally am looking at it and it's like, oh, that looks cool. Let me go buy it. And well, you, that's like a problem. I can't live my life that way. You can and you should because that's the first thing I did. I was going to pre-order. I said, no, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. But um, because I was telling uh, JQ, I said. Um, I'm waiting for, like, okay, so PlayStation went through all this trouble to cease and desist, uh, you know, um, the company that was doing the plates. But I'm like, okay, you haven't announced any plates, and there's another company, I forget the name of that, is also doing the plates. And I'm like, what's the delay on the plates? Like, you already got the, you know, like, color and stuff for the, the um, you know, controllers. And it's like, it's not like the people who, you know, like, uh, went and got the PS5, like, you know, everybody isn't going to buy the plates. You know, like some people like the white or whatever, and some people have already started customizing anyway. So, what's the delay on the plates? Like, you should have just left that company alone. No, they're they're doing it because they want to give you a little bit at a time, right? They want to have the injection of whatever. They're going to plan what quarter they want to have it in, and they're going to release the the controllers so that that quarter does well. And then, oh, man, next quarter, they can't have a dip. Oh, we got to release the plates this quarter or whatever as soon as those <laughs> controllers stop selling. You know, that's how that right. stuff works. They, they, they could have come out with all this stuff. And it's like, oh, hey, buy your $400, I don't know what these cost, $500 PlayStation. And then here are all these cool little doodads for your PlayStation. And it's, uh, you know, $400 worth of doodads. Well, not a lot of people are going to do that, but ooh, here's a $50 doodad, and then, you know, in a little bit down the road, we're going to have like a $70 doodad, and you'll spend the $400, but they'll spread it out over their books for, you know, a couple of months, and 
you know, some finance guy will get a pat on the back. Capitalism, right. baby. Yeah, because the Xbox literally came out with no accessories for their uh, Series X or the Series S. Is just like, look, this is what y'all gonna get. And I did read a report that uh, I don't know how true it is. I didn't really research it, but they were saying that Xbox came out saying that they haven't made any profits off the console themselves, off themselves, which uh, backs you know Tony's what Tony been saying about the Game Pass. Like that's where they're you know like focusing the money on subscriptions versus actual physical console sales because once you sell that console like you know once the console leaves you know the warehouse then it doesn't matter if somebody sells it for a penny or a thousand they've already got their money for the console so it's easy to believe that you know like the profit never came from the console but the actual games the software and uh you know subscription of the um xbox live and stuff like that well even i i think that they've been selling consoles at a loss for a lot of years I, I think I read an article about the 360 being sold at a loss, but I, I, yeah, that's been a long time ago. But I think the whole thing is to get you into their ecosystem, right? It's the same thing. Uh, I, I don't know that Apple's uh, Apple's probably making money on iPhones, but having people in their ecosystem is where they're really making money. So the subscription uh, model is is seems to be there's like a, a huge uh, change in momentum. I think kind of maybe starting with Netflix and some of that kind of pivoting the, some of these industries where it's all about, we need to get money from you every month. I don't want to get money from you one time. I want to get money from you every month. And that difference is, uh, is kind of, I think what we're seeing with this. So the, the, I think if they wanted to make money in these consoles, they'd be a few hundred dollars more because they cost a lot. And I, and I think probably a lot of the R and D and stuff like that is included in those numbers that they're giving. They might actually, if they had no research and development and it was just here's how much money it costs us to make it and here's how much money it costs to you know, uh, you know that we sell it for, then they might actually make money. But I, I don't I don't think it's a lot. I think they're pretty uh, pretty expensive to actually get built. So yeah, I mean I think Sony uh, takes a loss on a lot of their consoles too. It's all about the software. It's all about the software sales. So. You know, especially if they can get you to buy their game, your games digitally from their from their store. It's like 70 percent profit, you know, on the sales of their digital games. So, yeah, that's where they're making the money is, is the software. It's like they're basically taking a loss on on the consoles. Tony, do you know what uh, what kind of cut the physical retailers get? Like if I go to GameStop and buy a game is a. Uh... GameStop getting 70% of that? Yeah, I don't know what the cut was for GameStop. Um, I would assume it's it's probably more like a 60-40 split or something maybe with them. But if Sony just sells the game on their digital store, then it's even with a 10% difference, you know, that's a that's a lot of money when you're talking millions of copies. I think there was a lawsuit that just came out and this it's the dumbest lawsuit. Like somebody sued Sony because the only place to buy Sony games is on the Sony store. Um, so that's that's <laughs> literally um, Epic is suing Apple because of the they're basically not allowing any uh, any game or or I suppose this game in this case uh, to be downloaded on their in their entire ecosystem unless it's through the App Store and the App Store takes what like fifty they take a big cut of it I don't remember what it is that was all like I read all about it a while ago. But that's that's the whole thing is you created this, and your market share is so big you now have a monopoly on it. And that's what they're that's what they're arguing, and that's been 
that's been argued before, but I, I can't remember another example. But it's it's been, uh, you know, you've created this ecosystem. You have all these people in it, and the only and I can't reach your market unless I go through your you know ecosystem, which seems pretty reasonable. Is kind of how things have progressed through you know the, through the years. That's kind of something you've kind of we've kind of all come to expect. And Epic is arguing no. It should have. <laughs> but so, all right, so you remember this starts, well, I don't know how far back it goes without um, without social media, but this started with Bill Gates that I can remember because when you bought a computer, Microsoft already had their program on there. And then that's when they wanted to support the company and say, hey, you know, you are pretty much not giving anybody else a chance to put their software on there because Microsoft is already locked in. And I mean, the only pre- the only people who I guess who really cared was the people either who didn't like, you know, who didn't like it, or you know, because other than that, you had Apple, you know, iOS, which was, you know, you know, why would you care? Like, if if I have an Apple computer, that I don't care if my neighbor bought, you know, a computer that already had Microsoft programs on it anyway. But um, like uh, to me, I I, I guess it's like Southwest does the same thing. You can only buy a ticket off of them. Like you can't go through, you know, what's that, Travelocity or any other websites. You have to go through them to buy a ticket. You know, so it's like, I mean, I I do see both sides. It's like, yes, Sony, I want my money, but at the same time, if um, you know, because you know, just like you have some guys that we work with who get paper checks. So if the company says, hey, you have to, you know, you have to go through a physical bank, then yeah, I can see where. For that person, it's a problem because if I don't have credit cards, if I don't have a physical bank, then I want this game. Then now you're making me go through X, Y, and Z to actually get this game from your website or online or, or you know, vice versa. So it's like I do see both sides, both sides on it. Yeah, I think what it comes down to is they've spent all this time and this you know money to create these ecosystems, and I, I I'm curious if what the uh, like what the actual argument they have is like Epic has versus Apple is related to like monopoly uh, or like they're saying they're monopolistic. I don't, I don't, I don't really get it. Cause it's like, okay, well, if I create a product uh, in order, in order for you to be able to access that product, you have to use my ecosystem. Okay. Well now I'm in the issue I think comes from, okay, well Vance, you're ready to sell your product. All right. Well, if you want to get to my people, you have to have my, you have to put it in my ecosystem. And I get a cut of that. So, I mean, it's all like reg- like very basic things that we've kind of all grown to accept. Um, but there, it's been something that's been fought for a long time, like you're saying with uh, with Microsoft at the at the start and everything else. So I, I'm very curious. This uh, I think the Epic versus Apple trial is one of these really really big deals. All right, let's move on to our main topic. Main topic. We all played a game together last week. We played Hood Outlaws and Legends. So we were able to spend a Wednesday night playing that together. Who who would like to give a kind of overview of what that game is? I'll go ahead and check it out. I'll go ahead and take a crack at it. Go ahead, sir. Alright, so Hood and Outlaws um is a PvP VP. Um, stealth, stealth kind of action game. Um, that actually comes really at the end game, but uh, that's the gist of it. It's like you're you are 
outlaws and legends and you're trying to steal a key, steal a treasure, and get away with the treasure. But while you are fighting the, you know, the um the computer, you also have another team that is that is trying to accomplish the same goal. It's so good that you did that because my uh my overview of the game was gonna be uh it's a bunch of trash and no one should buy it or play it. So you did them a little bit more of a service than I would have. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. It's so bad, man. It's so bad. It's clunky. It's inconsistent. Uh, some of the physics were bad. The actual, like, your actual goal to get it is, uh, I mean, it's it's like a mo- it's an interesting topic. Like saying, you know, when when you see what you're trying to do, it's like, oh, you're going against that team for you both have the same goal, but whoever accomplishes it wins. Cool. Uh, do it ten thousand times better than you did it, and you have right. a game. But it is just right. Oh, it's yep. so annoying in the physics, and like I'm the big friggin' melee character, and the tiny little guy with the bow and arrow comes up and just starts hitting me and can stun lock me forever, and I literally can't take a shot at him. Oh, let me just try to run away. Oh, he's faster than me. Okay, all right. Your game's horrible. Right. You should feel bad about it. Yeah, for those for those trying to get a kind of a, an image in their mind. So, if you're familiar with Destiny, there's a mode in the uh, multiplayer of that. Uh, it's called Gambit, where you have two teams trying to accomplish a a goal versus the computer and then the other team is also doing it and you're kind of competing against each other at the same time to accomplish the goal but the uh and that's just a mode in destiny uh which is done way better by the way infinitely better (laughs) infinitely better gambit is so fun and it's such a good such a good game mode right because and you this tried to do yeah. their little bitty game spinning off of that yeah. same idea and failed miserably. Right. The setting is medieval times. You have Robin Hood and his merry band of men or outlaws. And for me, you, there's just not a lot of there's not there's not enough options there. There's not enough choice. Like you get to pick from four characters. For this type of game, I would expect a roster of at least sixteen different characters. Uh, each with their own special ability in perk trees and, and whatnot. Instead, we're given four characters to pick from, which is hardly anything. And as far as customization, you can level up your character and pick a few perks that will open up for you. But outside of that, there's not everything else is just cosmetic. So there's like there's not a lot of motivation to continue to play you know, for anything other than just, you know, I want to level my character to the level 100 and get a new skin for my bow or or my tunic or whatever. It's just this game needed another year in development so they could flesh all that stuff out, and it needed to be free to play. Uh, this game needed to be thrown in the trash when, uh, yeah. immediately. Here's the thing. All the customizations, like the different outfits and stuff, I, we might have seen every outfit in the game, and I don't even know because they were so. The differences were so minor. There was not a single outfit that looked cool. It was like, oh, hey, it's the exact same thing, but this one has got a little green tint, and this one has a little red tint. That was literally it. 
we had we didn't even have any idea. It's like, oh, you got to level up your base to this level before you can do that. Okay, I want to get this new weapon. So how do I level up my base? And I'm googling it because I literally cannot figure it out in the game. We played like two or three games. None of us had progressed our base. We had no idea what we were doing. Oh, you get that money that flashes on the screen for five seconds at the end. You get to split it between you and the people. If you give it to the people, you upgrade your base. Well, let's give it to the people. And that was like our first game we won. It was tons of money. We gave it to the people. Oh, okay. Man, I could buy this new, you know, this new weapon. I bought the weapon. Wait, there's no stats. What did I just spend like a thousand of my 1600 gold on? Oh, Google it. Because that's the only way you can find out. Google it. Yep. Cosmetic. I just wasted all my money on this cosmetic. Like, it, yes, do not give your money to the people. <laughs> it's do garbage. not give it to the people, and right? Look, here's the thing the matchmaking was so bad. My first game with crossplay on, I sat there. I think, Tony, you got on, and it was like, I, it was like seven minutes, five, seven minutes, something like that, to get to a game, to even start a game. And you know, the level of the people, the very first game, there was a level 85 in it. I was a level two from having completed the training. That's how bad the matchmaking is. So this is a person who has, you know, all, all or most of, uh, probably all of the perks unlocked. I didn't even have a perk. Right. And that's who I'm playing right. against. Like, it was so bad. Like, yeah. Vance and I literally were talking about, oh, let's go get a refund. Yeah. You know, not that we're going to get one because we played it for enough time to know for sure that it was horrible <laughs> right. and we hated it. Um, you know, you yeah. got to, if it starts stinking a little bit, you got to go get a refund right away. I've never asked for a refund on a game, but this was so bad. I was like ready, you know. There's so much wrong with the game. I mean, the movement mechanics is, is janky. There's no flu- fluidity in your movements. The combat there's no is, jumping. There's no jumping. The, the, the combat is very lackluster. You know, you're, you can't you even hit, either... hit, hit what you're aiming at or, or in a melee fight. It's like you're just swinging wildly, and it's like it doesn't feel natural at all. And then the maps are so cluttered with stuff. I played in a match today, and I spawned into one of the spawn points, and my team had the chest. So the object is to get the chest and extract it out of the map. And there's three extraction points that you can do it from. Like, I knew that they were at extraction point, you know, B, we'll say. I spawned into the nearest spawn point, and I could not orient myself to what direction that's, that point was because there's no clear way of telling when you when you spawn in. It's like I literally went in the opposite direction of where I needed to go. Like, there's so much little stuff that needs to that could have improved the game to make it more playable. But it's just not in there. It's like, and it's so unbalanced. You know, you might as well just play as like four little Johns, and and that's all. That's all you need because like the stealth. There's like three parts. You have the stealth, which is you're going to sneak around, avoid the uh, NPC guards to try and steal the key off the sheriff. So once you do that, then you got to go find the vault. And then once you find the vault, you got to take the chest to the extraction point. Well, the strategy is just let the other team do all that and then wait till they get the chest near the extraction point and then just go, you know, battle royale, brawl, you know, and see who can last the longest in a melee fight. And if you're equipped with all melee characters, you can just overpower the poor little, you know, arrow users or whatever, you know, it's like... Yeah, it's so unbalanced. Right. And, and here's so, the thing. In order to extract it, 
you gotta sit there and crank. It's literally what it says, like grab the crank, and you have to sit there and crank the thing. And it probably takes two or three minutes of cranking with, with <clears> two <throat> different two of your four characters have to do it while the right. other team comes. And if you cranked right. it for the entire time, right up to ninety five percent, and then they kill you, they can do they can crank it for twenty seconds and win the whole thing. Right. Like yeah. ugh, so, the mechanics are so bad. Yeah, so I I I went and I, I read upon it. You know, I said, okay, I said, all right. So there's, you know, like the way that we play the game, which is how pretty much everybody plays the game. And it's something, and it's two points that you all, well, you and uh, well, Clinton and Tony spoke on that uh, I guess people have, you know, like found out. Like, um, yes, the guy that wrote the article, uh, him and his team try to do it the right way first. Okay, we're going to get these characters. We're going to try to, you know, do different attacks, yada, yada. But like you said, when it comes to the end game, the brawlers are gonna win. So they end, so they just ran. So what they ended up doing is taking four Johns and just running through and just beating the team down. Like that's how they won. Because you know, uh, as me and Clint found out, the more times you die, the longer your, the longer your respawn. And if if we take the chest to C and your spawn is at A, it's going to take you the whole time to run across. And another thing that I found out is Marion, y'all remember when we were playing, I was like, yo, this guy's invisible, yada, yada, what? It wasn't one of the Johns that was invisible. It was Marion. She could actually go invisible. And I read yeah, it today, and I was, yeah, yeah and I, well, well, no, and not even her super, Um, she just has to be, be like, crouched for a certain amount of time or whatever like that, and then she goes invisible, and she's only invisible for, like, you know, a couple seconds, but I'm like, yo, like, this is just crazy, you know what I'm saying, because I, I was reading everybody perks, and I'm like, yo, it doesn't even really say that in there, but then when I started reading the articles, I'm like, really, I said, see, like, I, I knew I wasn't crazy, but um, another thing, too, is when you get down to, like, like, once the treasure is placed on the winch, that area actually closes off, so that's why it's like, the gates are, are are shut, and you like hold on, like this door was open, but they lock it. They they literally lock it down, and they spawn more guards there. So that's what it is. It's an all-out brawl. So like you, so you know, like you were saying, uh, Tony, if you have archers that you use because yeah, okay, I'm gonna shoot the guards from distance, yada yada. I'm a you know like do this, but now when it comes down to the fight, Johns are gonna win ten out of ten times. Like that's just like it's just stupid, you know. And then I found out too that Robin is there for long distance and right and and he's there to change the 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 course of the map so if you knock down all of those ropes that are hanging up then he's supposed to build a new route for his team and i'm like what like it doesn't even matter because if it takes me 20 to 30 seconds to spawn like <laughs> the other team has already winched and whatever like that and then you know it's just i mean that game is so stupid like it was frustrating like i went back and played like two games with some randoms and it was just I mean the the Johns are going to win and it's not evenly built it's like I don't care what type of super you have with Miriam and Robin you're just not going to beat Took and John like like right. you you're just not right I, I played two games today I played as Little John and I just camped uh, the game that we won my team had the chest they were taking it to the extraction point and they were closest to spawn point C, which the other team had. So I just went to to that spawn point, retook it, and then just camped in a corner. And every time one of the other team would come back in to try and grab that spawn point, 
I would walk up behind them and assassinate them. You're a dirty, filthy <laughs> thief. Right? Over here. And then if they took, hey world, and, and then, camper, and then tell me. if they then if they uh, tried to come in and take me on one on one, they couldn't do it because I'm Little John. It, let's say he brought in a Took or another Little John, the the Robin or Marion couldn't take me down inside the building because there's just no way for them to to engage me without me closing the distance on them and and just destroying them with my my uh my hammer it's like yeah it's like it's all you need and we had two little johns on our team and a took we just out muscled them that's all it was to it so the game is terribly unbalanced and because there's not enough characters they need more characters right yeah for sure there there needs to be a there needs to be more diversity but i i can't believe that both you guys played i can't believe you guys both played more games uh, I, I mentioned it like I had the day wrong, Tony. Uh, about we had talked about it like on the podcast. Oh, Subnautica Below Zero comes out on May thirteenth. Oh, okay. Hey, pre-ordered it. World, I did it. I pre-ordered it. Sorry. Um, and it had a timer. And it was like nineteen hours. Oh, hey, nineteen hours. That's May thirteenth at ten a.m. All right, I'm off work that day. I am going to. You know, you know, I'll I'll sleep sleep in until six thirty. Not like you, Tony, sleeping all day. And then oh, I'll have a few hours and I'll play it. Ten ten oh two. Log in. Can't play it. It was actually a May fourteenth release. They just unlocked it for somehow for some reason. PlayStation Store whatever had it wrong. Couldn't play it. I'm sitting there. What am I gonna play? I literally was so geared up to play this new game. What am I gonna play? Hood and Outlaws is right there. Last game I played. Come on, pull the trigger. Zero percent chance. Zero percent chance I was going to play it. I actually, thank you for uh, for reminding me that we're playing this. I'm going to go delete that garbage. Like, why is it taking up my va- my very valuable space yeah. on my PS5 right. hard drive yeah. right now? Like, yeah. I can't believe right. either of you played it again. It was yeah. so bad. Well, the only reason I went and played it again is because I wanted to just I just want to look at it with fresh eyes and read like a couple reviews and maybe try to do some like different strategies. But oh, also a feature that I guess um they they are encouraging like just gameplay um uh gameplay chat. So what they do is as soon as you come in the game, whatever like that, or like they turn on your gameplay chat, whatever like that. Um, but the benefit of it is once you come close. Or once you come in contact with the other team, you're you're supposed to be able to hear the other team. And I was like, oh, now, now that is right. That is a neat feature because now you can hear what's going on as you get close to them or whatever like that. And yeah. I said that that that's probably one of the best features that a lot of games like should have. I mean, because I'm definitely a fan of it. You know what I'm saying? That sounds a pretty. That sounds pretty cool. I will tell you that the two games I played today. Nobody had a mic, or they had them <laughs> like they had them turned off. Like they were muted. Right? I, like, they, the they were I, muted. I, that. I was like, like no, I'm gonna mute everybody. I don't want to hear them. Like nobody hey, wanted you, to talk to each other. Hey, you know why? Because everybody was so busy raging over there. <laughs> right? Robin Hood, Daryl stinks. <laughs> Dude, Tony, you you sent us something, and it was the Metacritic uh, score, I think. Right. And it was so, it was such an, and I've never seen one like it. Not that I'm looking at them all the time, but it said that 16% liked the game, which I thought was astronomically high from what I had, uh, you know, experienced. And 16% disliked the game. Uh, what? 
And then 68% had mixed feelings about the game. Like, what is this, man? Like, what kind of game is this that they put out? It's like people could... Maybe people in the in the sixty eight percent are like appreciating the idea and they think that's a cool concept, but then it's just horribly implemented. But they're still giving it kind of a, you know, they're giving it a softer rating because they like the idea. Uh, I'm not sure what it is, but it was it was very interesting to read what people's thoughts were. Uh, but only sixteen percent liking it, uh, despite that being way higher than I would have expected. Uh, at least right. it does show that it's an absolute garbage game. Right. Yeah, I, I, I definitely hope that they come out with an update. And I hate to say this, if they come out with an update, like balancing the, 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 the characters. Oh, and mind you, something we didn't mention for our listeners, this is not a story mode game. There is no story mode at all. There's two modes. There's training mode, and then there's heist mode. The heist mode is PvP. That's it. You know, so if you're looking for any type of story, there is no story. You know, like none whatsoever. So, um, but yes, if they update the balance of the characters, like, especially with Robin Hood, like, it takes so long to, like, load the arrow. You know, you got to pull it back all the way, what, to get, like, the, the seven or something like that. And the Merriman, I know it was, like, three, and it's, like, those arrows are weak. Like, so, I mean. Do you know, you know though, if you hit them in the head, it's a one-shot? Because the one game I played with it, I got, like, I think three or four kills with it. Um well, I'd say three or four headshots that were all one shots. And then if yeah. it's not a headshot, it took me like, man, I probably shot one of those guys like five or six times as he's like moving towards me, just trying to outmaneuver him in order right. to get the kill. But right. um, being able to one shot them. So like someone that was like re- a really good shot. I don't, you know, and we're on controllers, right? I don't know if there's aim assist or anything like that. I, I couldn't tell. It didn't kind of really feel like it, but like on PC, you know, someone that's got a good shot on PC, uh, would just could potentially destroy right. with the with the Robin or the Miriam because the it shoots the three bolts and I definitely was one shot by a Miriam I, multiple I, times I which feel, is ridiculous because it's not enough of a charge to warrant that for the Miriam I think I feel as right. a, as a console player trying to play this game too I'm at a disadvantage because I don't feel like there's an aim assist either I had a very hard time trying to get my my side seat on anybody with when I was playing Robin. It's hard as heck trying to do that. And the arrow velocity was way too slow. It's too slow. Right. I like, yeah. Right. There was this a, a John literally running away from me, like regular movement, uh, slightly at an angle, like so not a meet, like not directly away from me. So I had to adjust it the tiniest bit. I, I fired five arrows at him, couldn't hit him. The only people I could actually hit were people that weren't moving. Um, right. You know, and it's, it's you know, there's a lot of times yeah. in the game where you're just standing there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot oh. of stealth or you're doing the winch and your head is going up and down so you can you can time it. Yeah. I, I got right. a couple yeah. of the one shots I got were guys on the winch. Yeah, I think if you set yourself up uh, near the winch as Robin, like on the bridge, if you set up across the bridge and just stand over there and aim at people on the winch, that's probably the best route to go because, like, that, that's they're, what they're I stationary doing, yeah. targets, you know. And I got killed twice on the winch by a Robin uh, with shots to the head today. Um, yeah. Oh, also, too, with the Robin and Miriam, if you know, like, kind of like where you shot your arrows, say you met somebody and there's an arrow sticking out the wood, you can run by it and it'll replenish. So you don't always have to go to the boxes. You can, even if you kill somebody, you can run over their body and it'll replenish your arrows. So, yeah, that's good to know, but also 
the arrows, um, because the aiming is so difficult and clunky, the arrows are not nearly OP enough to warrant them having so few arrow replenishes. Man, right. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, just like Whiskey said, you have four people on the opposite team, countless guards, and you give me nine arrows. Seven arrows. What I'm going to do, oh, seven arrows is Robin. Yeah, nine is Mary. Like, yeah. what in the world, like... Are you expecting me to be like one shot with the ricocheting arrow? I'm taking out three guys. Like, no, like, come on. Like, that's crazy. Wait, Vance, you weren't doing that? Is that why we lost that game? <laughs> yes, yes. I was so busy, uh I was so busy getting one shot, you know, by by those uh hundred level guys, you know, that that, <laughs> that we ran up against, you know. Like yeah, man. Yeah. The game was only out for a few days and it's absolutely horrendously bad. Right. And these guys are level hundred. And they're Man. playing it while being level 100, which means they got to the end of it and they wanted to keep playing. Those right. 16% are a weird breed, dude. I'll tell you that much. Man. I just don't understand it. There's so much wrong with the game. There's nowhere near enough redeeming qualities in it uh, those, to justify that. I just don't, uh, don't understand Those are people that are, uh, that are into uh, the whole like medieval thing. Like I watched an episode of... Like uh, pawn, pawn stars, whatever like that, and this guy had a World of Warcraft like sword, <laughs> like a big, huge Conan looking sword, and you know, like he bought it, you know, when it came out, and I forget, you know, how many they made, but it was like, you know, um, I think it's it, uh, Blizzard or Epic, one of them, uh, started making like weapons that were in the game. They started making them in real life, and like you know, people were buying them, like you, <laughs> like I got this giant. Like four foot sword just sitting in my house, you know. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like those are the sixty percent, man. Stuff, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. I bet I bet that there's probably a group of those sixteen percent, these level one hundreds that are streaming it, uh, and mm-hmm. they absolutely hate it. But they have you know six views instead of two or something, you know. So they're they're like, man, we're growing. Let's keep let's keep grinding, you know. And they're just doing something they hate just just for the little bit of uh, you know recognition because no one else wants to play the game. Man, one dude had like twenty thousand views. No, no, no. Like, like, like one dude he had like twenty thousand views. And um, I've never done this on Twitch though. I was watching it and then like I clicked off him and I said, oh, it's somebody else playing, you know, hood, you know, like that. So let me see what they're doing. Well, it was his, uh, it was his friend and they were on the same teams and he had like two thousand views. And like they were like people were commenting and liking and all that stuff, and I was like, this game is bad, and like y'all are sitting here watching this. Like I'm watching it just to try to maybe see something I didn't do, but I'm pretty sure it was the twenty thousand people that bought the game. It might be like a thousand or so. Uh, if twenty thousand bought it, my matchmaking would have been so bad. But you know, here's the thing, yeah, Vance. Those are those are variety streamers or those are streamers who play more than one game generally they already got right. they, they like, they've already had their following right. uh, so it's just their regular viewers that are watching them you know foray into a new a, a new uh, a new game and again those streamers probably uh, probably hated it I, but you know what so though bad. but but uh speaking of that there's a guy that he um he streamed uh two 2k um um nba 2k uh 21, you know, newest one out, and but you know, he streamed other 2Ks, and that's where he got his mass following from. Well, one day he was like, Man, you know what? Like, 2K is just such a bad game, like, it's just such a bad game. 
he went and played Smite. And, you know, little did people know, like, he actually was a very good Smite player. And he, um, because um, he's like, you know, you get, you have the, the open mics. Like, that's the one guy was like, man, you know, you're using this character on this board. Like, are you sure about that? The guy was like, yeah, look, trust me. Like, I do work with this character. Like, you're going to see. So the guy was like, all right. And sure enough, he did work. But the people who followed him for his 2K were mad that he was playing Smite. And they were in the comments, like, you know, going off, he had to stop playing and say, look, like, I'm a gamer. Like, I play other things besides 2K. So, you know, like, a lot of times, you know, and, and, and I'm guilty of it. Like, um, I remember when I first started watching Chris Brown and Justin Bieber on, you know, your YouTube when they were, like, 10, 11 years old, you know, and the songs they sung and how they sung them was what I liked. But then now, you know, of course, you know, they're grown men and, you know, they doing whatever now. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know if I'm a fan of that. But that's who they really are. So it's like, if you don't like it, you know, you can always go watch somebody else. Like, you don't have to watch me. You don't have to watch my stream. And I said, well, that's true. But, but yeah, there's, there's some some viewers who expect you to play one game and you play something else. <laughs> oh, now let me see it. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a guy who's the most famous Borderlands 2 streamer. And he streamed Borderlands One, and he's he's done. And he does he puts his videos on YouTube, and he edits edits them. Uh, you know, he'll edit his four hour session down to like twelve minutes or whatever. So it's just all, you know the good stuff. Um, right. But I'll, I've popped into his stream every once in a while from you know finding him on YouTube. And if he's playing Borderlands Three, I'm not watching it. I don't care about that game. It's like <laughs> you know, it's it's not it's a it's okay, but it's not nearly as good as Borderlands Two. So right. I, I get it. It's like he's my favorite Borderlands streamer. Well, really, the only one I like, or one of like maybe there's another guy who's okay, but it's he's not playing what I want to watch, so I don't watch it. Um, right. And I think a lot of people like that. Like it's uh, you know I don't go onto Twitch and be like, oh you know very very I mean it's seldom. I'm like oh let me go see what this person is doing. It's like no, I want to watch. A Borderlands 2 thing, or I want to watch, you know, Warzone, and I go find a person I want to watch that's playing the game I want, you know, I want to watch. I don't know, I, but I think there's guys that have found it success playing all these. I think some of these top Twitch guys wasn't there a guy recently who's like literally sleeping on stream, you know, <laughs> he's playing, he, he's like he streamed for like a couple of weeks straight without stopping, I think, mm. and so he's doing all sorts of stuff, and people are watching him the whole time, you know. So I think it's just a lot about the personality and what they're signing up for. You know, my like Huskers is a Warzone player and he's one of the best uh, there is. He is not an entertaining person. His gameplay is sick. Like he is unbelievably good at the game. And if I right. if I, okay, if I'm going to watch Warzone, yeah, I'll watch him, you know, but not because of him, you know, the personality is yeah. because of the skill set he brings. Uh, but if he goes and plays a different game, zero interest because i don't care about him i want to watch him do something awesome in a see, game and, that i care about yeah see and, and that was going to be my next question with the borderlands like what capacity like are you watching because to me it's like the game of war zone I me mean, war zone is is you know it's just what it is you know um like there's a lot of streams that i don't watch and it's just because i think i got bored because like there's only so many times I can watch you one shot somebody. There is so many times I can watch you use, you know, like whatever the meta is at the time. Doesn't matter if it's Mac Ten, whatever. Like, like there's only so many ways in Warzone you can kill somebody. 
so after a while, it just becomes unexciting. So it's like, you know, I find myself watching guys dressed up as truckers, you know, <laughs> driving maps. And one guy I watch, uh, he's dressed as a hunter. And it's like, you know, he's tracking deer on this little deer game. So it's like, when you watch people, it's like, how long do they hold your your attention before it's just like, okay, yeah, I've seen you one shot somebody across the map 20 times. Like, how is this any different? Yeah, have you have either of you guys ever watched uh, Doctor Disrespect's stream? No, I only watch his rages, his, his rage clips. <laughs> no. So before you know, he publicly uh, came out and uh, you know admitted to cheating on his wife and then getting banned for whatever questionable things. Before all that, I, I used to watch him, and uh, dude, he has like a very entertaining stream. Like he's playing a character, right? So he's got the mustache is part of it. He wears this wig, you know, he's got this whatever weird vest thing on. But what happens is like in between games, he'll be like, all right, let's, we're going to step into the studio, whatever. And he's got this amazing elaborate green screen, you know, and he'll go and he'll have like a replay of what just happened. It's like, how is he editing this together that fast? It'll be like the replay and he'll be, he'll be there and he'll like be talking about what just happened but he's doing it from a different, like, you know, appear. it looks like it's a whole different studio. He probably just takes, like, six steps to the left or whatever. Um, or he's he'll be driving in a vehicle, and he's got a skin uh, on the stream that overlays over the vehicle. So it's like he's in a Ferrari as he's driving, and it's the Dr. Disrespect Ferrari or whatever, but he's really in whatever garbage PUBG truck he's in or something. Um, <laughs> there was, like, so much that was so well done. Like, the production quality was ridiculous. And it's like, well, now I just don't want to watch him because I don't want to watch, you know, piece of crap human beings, you know. So he's just, you know, irrelevant. But what he was bringing to the table as far from a production standpoint was phenomenal. Um, you know, and he's good at the games he plays. You know, I think that's that that's important, too, because all the stuff he has, if he wasn't good at the game, people aren't going to watch him or not as many, you know. But him being able to be good at something and then have this amazing production uh, overlay it's it's what was uh, you know so appealing about him. But then there's someone like uh, Aiden, who's a former Fortnite pro. Now he's a Warzone pro. Who is probably uh, I think most people would agree he is the best player in the game. He's won more money in Warzone tournaments than anyone else. Um, guy doesn't have anything on his stream. He's he's got the overlays on his stream of a, of a guy who you know just got partner and he you know he he made ten dollars. Uh, from his first Twitch paycheck, and he spent, you know, 20 times that to get, you know, pay someone to do an overlap. That's it. Um, but his gameplay is so ridiculously good that I'll watch it. If I'm thinking of watching Warzone and AIDS on, I'm going to watch him over anyone else. And he's not going to do anything at all um, as far as, like, you know, the personality stuff. He's, he's you know, he'll, he'll get excited. He'll get geared up when he's doing these amazing things, but just zero production. And it's still, right. like, I'd rather watch him than someone with super high production because people can't do what he can do, you know? There's just a lot. There's a big balance to it. Yeah, he's one of the ones I, I used to watch uh, heavy, like, Skinner. Uh, he told me about him. So, I was like, let me tune in. So, I'm watching him. watch watch And then it was just like, you know, okay. <laughs> you know, it's just like, you know, okay. And and he plays, like, a lot of, uh, um, you know, uh, I guess, like, uh, duos and stuff like that in different matches and wager matches and stuff, you know, so I was just like, oh, guys, what's going on, going you know. Dude, but, dude uh, has the world record, yeah. man. He dropped 60 kills in a solo quad, and 
because the universe lined up perfectly for him, the last person that he had to kill was a juggernaut. Wow. And it's like, it, it, like, how are you not going to watch that if you see that on YouTube or right. whatever? You know, like, it was amazing. Like, and there's a few people in the world that can do something even remotely close to that. Uh, right. And I think that's, and that's worth watching for that. It's the same reason I want to watch world, world record speed runs and world record things is because you know you're you're the you're the top of your game and i always want to see someone do something amazing you know right. even if i don't care what they're doing like with speed runs i've watched speed runs on all sorts of garbage uh games that i would <laughs> never in a million years play because i want to see someone do you know amazing things <laughs> you know even if it's not i'm not interested in it right. like wow this guy is like you know, Tetris God. All right, I don't really care about right, Tetris. Yeah, Let's yeah, check yeah, it yeah. out. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, so, so I was laughing because uh, oh, when you say you want to see people do amazing things, whiskey, <laughs> whiskey had me watch. Uh, <laughs> I had to watch this lady in the hills of somewhere, like out there making baskets, getting food, and then like um, <laughs> at one point, like they showed this chicken, and then all you hear is. Okay, <laughs> so she kills, she, kills, she kills the chicken for dinner. <laughs> I was like, hey, but hey, I watched the whole thing. And I was like, interested. Like that was interested. Hey, she was you the sent him a video one. from what we talked about on the podcast the other week. No, this was a long time ago. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, long okay. time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the Chinese you just brought uh, that up. The Chinese, the that Chinese made an farm impact girl. on him, Vance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like in the mountains. I'm like, She's really? Probably a <laughs> All right. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. All hey, right. what do you what are you guys playing? There's a 2K. I stopped playing hood. <laughs> yeah, good call. And um, what else am I playing? Am I playing the ghost? Uh, no, 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 not playing the ghost at the moment. Tell oh, me what are you doing? MLB, MLB, <laughs> Dynasty. So, is it MLB the show you're playing? Yes. So, um. By the way, uh, Tony, we had I think we had talked about it on the podcast recently that you were going to be doing the uh, Good Game Radio League, and you had mentioned some of the folks that were going to be involved in it, and Jason was one of them. Well, uh, Jason and I went and had coffee the other day, and he mentioned it to me. He's like, no, nah, I'm not interested. That game's trash. He goes, it's not interesting. It's not interesting at all. <laughs> Man, he's the first he's, person he's, I heard say that. Everybody He's like, oh, it's just so league. slow and it takes so long. He goes, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not gonna do it. So, there you go. That's like he just, that's like when you were in middle school and you're, you know, you handed the note to your friend for him to give the note to your girlfriend because you couldn't give it to her right away uh, to break up with her. You know, that, that's what just happened. Gotcha. You yeah. got, you got dumped, Tony. That's okay because I think we cut him out anyway. Because I don't want to date I, you anyway. You're fat. I, I right? reform. I reform that. That uh, I reform the league. I don't think I sent him an invite. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. Don't. You're I trying took, to. You're trying I, to. You know. I took a preemptive. To... <laughs> no, no, that's all lies. I don't believe you. Well, well, I'll tell you. What are you playing, Tony? What am I playing? Well, I just finished Returnal. I beat it. So. Um, I'll have a full review of that game hopefully next week on next week's uh, podcast. Um, and what else am I play? I played uh, Halo, the uh, Halo Ooh. Reach today. Uh, downloaded that, tried that, and I 
that's a head scratcher for me because you know everybody says that game is amazing and awesome and maybe it was for its time it's time it wasn't bad it was just like it's different like i've never really played halo outside of the multiplayer when we used to play it at work and like i was playing the campaign and like wait i have to push x to run and and uh, there's no aiming down sights and like okay i'm confused i'm like had me totally confused with like a traditional shooter layout with a controls game I had to get past that point, and you know, uh, Halo fans, sh- that's Tony at yeah. GoodGameRadio.com. Right. I mean, I didn't say it was bad. It was just like I was just scratching my head of like why most people use like if you want to aim down sight, you push the left trigger, you know, right. to aim down sight. Well, there is no aiming down sight. If you want to melee somebody, you put you push down on R three. That melees in most shooters. No, it's not like that. You push down R3 here, you're pulling up uh, binoculars or something, you know? It's like you got to use a, <laughs> you got to use like the Y button or something and it's like I you know, I was just taking it, it was taking some getting used to. That's all. I'm like, okay. The game so I mean the, almost the story like wasn't bad. So. so it's like something that's beautiful and revolutionary for its time that's loved by everybody uh played or viewed even potentially in a different uh, time or context wouldn't hold up the way you might expect is what I'm hearing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's, that's yeah, yeah. basically it. Yeah, we're not talking <laughs> about Star Wars. Wars Star Wars. Play. Nope, we're not talking about Star Wars. <laughs> 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 was on mute. Exactly. <laughs> and you can't compare <laughs> Halo to Star Wars. There's no, You're not. <laughs> no, I, I did. No. I did. Halo's probably better Boo. than Star Wars, though. No, man, we just lost the host, Tony. <laughs> no, the very first thing, like the very the, okay, so so here it is, like the opening scene. My daughter, she walks in, she's watching me play. You know, it's the opening scene uh, or cutscenes of the game, and like you're like the newest member of this uh, squad of Spartans, and you're going on like a mission, and you're flying on these two helicopters, right? Or whatever they're called. They look like helicopters or a Osprey or whatever. But they're flying side by side, right, through the mountains. And, you know, <clears throat> and like the two teams are talking to each other across the way, you know, hey, because immediately I'm thinking, wait, it's the year 2,500 and something. And one, we still have helicopters. Two, we have to look at each other to talk. You have a, a radio in your helmet. You don't have to look at each other. Like, they literally are <laughs> flying parallel and then doing hand signals back and forth to each other as they're talking over the radio <laughs> and their helmet. And, like, but there's no reason for you to be, like, talking on the radio and doing hand signals to each other while you're staring at each other across the way. You have a radio. You don't need to see the other person. So, I immediately... <laughs> It's like me calling you on the radio. Hey, Clint, I'm going to need you to come down to the office. Why? Well, because I need to look at you when I'm talking to you on the radio. Do you, <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys still talk with your hands when you're on the phone? I do. Not all the time. Not all the time. But it's definitely a thing where I'll be like, guys, I'm really trying to make a point. And I'm like, you know, I'm doing the, You could be looking right at me and it would make a lot more sense than just the words I'm saying because of the, you know, the physical things I'm doing when I'm talking. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I just, I'm just, just old school, I guess. Yeah, but you know what? You know, from a time people, before telephones. Hey, but people do that at work, like, like it's like, 
the wing walkers, like, they'll be looking at each other, like, as they're talking on the headsets, and I'll be like, y'all should be looking for danger. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, you're, like, you gotta be looking out for, you know, things behind the aircraft, right? Right. But yeah, so, that's what I'm playing. I've given it a try. I'm excited for you to, excited for you to, uh, Tell us uh, about Returnal. You gave me a little sneak pre- uh, sneak peek of your playthrough uh, before we started recording. Seems really interesting. Seems like a, little, a lot of facets to it. Um, I guess I'll ask you this: Having completed it, do you think I should get it? Hmm. Yes, I think you should get it. I think everybody. Yeah, you've already, should, you already. Com- your answer has convinced me not to. I think. Based on how well, here's here, here's the thing, right? The game costs $70, and this is a major point, uh, a contentious point for a lot of people, is the fact that the game costs $70, and the game is a roguelite, so like, I don't want to tell somebody to go buy a game at $70 in a genre of you know game unless I know that they like that type of genre. You know what I'm saying? Like... Do you like roguelikes? You know, that's the first question. Like, you know, do you mind dying and starting over and over and over and over? You know, if you can handle that and and you have no problem with that, then yes, go buy it. If not, I would just wait for the sale. You know, that's that's my, my honest take on it. Like, because the game is worth everybody playing it it's going to be a classic it's going to be one of those games where people are going to look back on and say you know it's one of the greats of gaming that's how much i think about this game it's fabulous but i don't i'm not going to tell somebody to go spend 70 dollars on it unless i know for sure that they they know what they're getting into so listen to the review uh next week and then if if I convince you to buy it, then great. If not, then don't buy it. Pretty simple. All right, I'll hold I'll hold off. I it's interesting. I think at a different, you know, time in my gaming experience or whatever that I probably would have been a lot more excited about it, but I'm 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 curious to see what it's actually going to uh, I'll I'll patiently wait your review, Tony. And then I'll I'll make the decision and then you know, maybe the week after we'll hear if I think that's total trash too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I know. I know Vance is not going to play it, so <laughs> to worry about Vance. Oh, thank, oh, thank you, Tony. <laughs> that's one thing. We got a little bit of a you know different things that we each enjoy in gaming. I think that's important. We get a little bit better view mm. of of kind of the gaming as a whole. Yeah, I think we're missing a lot of a lot of areas and what we're interested in, but. You know, we're 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 getting somewhere, and and we're trying new things. We we did hood, we wasted our thirty dollars on that that mess. Right for you, we did it for you, listeners. <laughs> yes. I'm just thinking of all the games I stare at in the store. That's twenty nine dollars. <laughs> that I'm like, oh, I want to play that good? game, I, but I'm gonna wait. I want to play that game. I want to <laughs> wait. I know it's good. You know, it's twenty nine dollars. I want to wait. I want to wait till it drops to. $25, right? Uh, and then right. I'll buy it. But then I'm like, Hood came out. I'll buy it so we can play it, so we can talk about it. And then it's like, oh my right. gosh. <laughs> Why is this yeah, game not free to play? Said that, like 
during the first game. That's what you said. <laughs> like, it is so bad. All right, folks, that's the uh, end of another great episode. We really appreciate you guys appreciate you guys dropping in and giving us a listen. Be sure to check us back next week as I give my uh, review here on Good to Game Radio of, of Returnal. I just completed that, so I want to give a full review on Returnal, my thoughts and the opinions of that game. And also, Clint's going to be giving us his thoughts and opinions on his uh, newest conquest, Subnautica. What's it? What is it? Uh, Subnautica Below Zero, and I got a platinum on it. And oh, nice, nice. So, check us back, check us out next week, and uh, give us a listen as we talk about those two great games. And you guys have a great week. Thank Later, you. Dudes. Thank you.